to I wasn't, I wasn't prepared, prepared for this. this from Conor ISD's Student Support Services. We hope to bring you timely, helpful advice and ideas throughout the school year. If you ever have an idea or a question about what you've heard, feel free to ask your Student Support Services coach. Also, if you have a question but want to remain anonymous, you can always ask Sam. They are our anonymous contact and their link can be found in our monthly student support newsletter. All submissions are completely anonymous. That's three times I've said that word now. Right. It is anonymous. Right. It's important, right? If you want to remain anonymous. Yeah. Okay. So, Bailey. Okay. Let's talk about how this year has been for you, how it started, how's it going, what's been good. Yeah. What happened that was unexpected? Well, I think I can just say this year has felt like I'm riding in a car, but I'm in the passenger seat, maybe mm -hmm. even in the back seat sometimes, because mm -hmm. I feel like I am not necessarily fully in control of the life that I'm living. I'm just waking up every day, doing my best, and I'm literally taking one day at a time. Mm -hmm. That's that's really how the start of this year has felt for me. There's been some moments that I know like today was a good day, but I don't necessarily know if I have thought, like, why was today a good day? Mm -hmm. And then I just wake up the next day, and here I am in the passenger seat again, just doing it all over again. How about you? Yeah, I feel that's pretty typical for the beginning of the year. It just feels like a lot of, like, go, 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 rush, rush, rush. Um, and hopefully, and usually it does slow down, but the beginning of the year is, like, really, really busy. Um and I think today has felt like a good day for me, but I think because I had time to actually sit down and like be on my computer and do the things I needed to do to feel a little bit more control of my life, okay. like that driver, yeah. instead of um, just constantly being that passenger or backseat driver that's being like told where to go here, here, here all the time. And it's not like a good backseat. It's not no. like I'm being chauffeured. Right, and you're I'm not like, a passenger princess. Take me to the, <laughs> no, it's like, how am I here? You know, it's that, I, I don't have a teenager, but if I had a teenager and they were learning to drive, the fear you feel where it's like, what's going to happen? And then you're surprised when it goes well. That's, that's what I'm talking about. But you feel like you're in the passenger seat too? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I, now, well, I, that feels good to know it's not just me because, you know, sometimes I'm like, suffer in silence, mm -hmm. suffer in silence. No, never suffer in silence. <laughs> always, always reach Is out to people advice? for help. But I feel like, yes, reach out to me anytime okay, and okay. we can talk about how we're wishing we were passenger princesses <laughs> instead of <laughs> prisoners <laughs> in our vehicles. Yeah. But um, I think that it's really typical for teachers as well. The beginning of the year feels really overwhelming and a lot of people do suffer in silence where it's like that makes it worse. You know, right. reach out to people and ask for that help that you need. Okay. I will do that. Thank you for the advice. Yeah. Let your teachers know. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about what we're talking about today and the name of the episode is There's Power in the Struggle. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I haven't necessarily found the power yet this year, but I know it's there because I know that I, it will get better mm -hmm. from here. But sometimes when you're just in the rut, that's all you can see is, is the mm -hmm. ditch you're living in. Um, and then you look kind of like pop your head up out of that ditch and you see other people. It looks so much better on the other side of the fence, but you, you just don't know how to get out of the ditch mm -hmm. and get to their side of the fence. But I think th listening to you think about talking to yourself about, well, what was good today? And maybe, maybe it's that I need to like schedule myself some time mm -hmm. to think about the day and then contemplate what do I want to do tomorrow the same 
and then what it, what it maybe I want to do less of or more of, what, what I need to do to adapt. I'm going to be honest, though. I don't usually do that unless I make myself do it. Like, I have to give myself some quiet time. Quiet time's a good thing. Like, where you just sit with your thoughts, you're not distracted by your phone, you're not distracted by your agenda or your computer or the shows you want to watch on TV. Yes, we all need a little bit of fun time, but we also need quiet time. Mm -hmm. I need quiet time. Yeah, I think it's really important to take that time and just reflect on how your day went and how you would like your day to go tomorrow Mm -hmm. and what you can do, what changes you can make to have a smoother day the next day. And again, at this time of the year, it's really hard to take that time to reflect because you just feel frantic. Yeah. You feel like you can't get ahead of it. So how can Mm -hmm. I possibly give myself time? It almost feels like you feel a little guilty Mm -hmm. when you just sit with yourself, you give your permission, yourself permission. You feel like you should be doing something. Mm -hmm. But what would you do that's productive if you don't have a plan for it? Right. And and that's why you have to take those moments. And if you're not used to taking those moments or Mm -hmm. you feel guilty when you take those moments, I think it's important to remember that reflection is is really important for change to happen when it's needed and so it's gonna have to be something you schedule so schedule you know that makes me think of something we're not doing it much anymore in my family because the kids are distracted i just got my daughter one of those gizmo watches so we could watch where she is but she's learned it has games on it so we're not doing it as much but i think i need to bring it back i need to be intentional about it we found ourselves doing a new routine at the last school year mm-hmm. where we would get home, do all the busy things, and then the kids actually initiated it. But about 15 minutes before it was bedtime, which we go to bed early, we're like 8.45ers, mm-hmm. but about That's 15 nice. minutes before we would go to bed, they would want to turn off all the TVs and all the lights and just sit in our living room together We could cuddle on the couch or we could all lay separately and just lay there and not talk. Mm -hmm. Like literally quiet time. That's what they called it. We need quiet time. And they wanted it, I think, because they wanted to still be together and not Mm -hmm. feel the rush, rush, rush before bed. But then what ended up happening was Ava would start talking and then Peyton would tell her, Ava, I'm thinking. And then they would say it back and forth to each other. And then it made me think, well, what are they thinking about? Because <laughs> I'm not doing any productive thinking, but they seem to know exactly what they need. It was kind of inspiring to watch them know what they needed yeah. and just ask for it and do it. And so then one day I had asked, so I know y'all always say you're thinking, what are you thinking about? And they were like, we're thinking about our day and thinking like what was great about our day and how we look forward to tomorrow. And I'm like, oh my God, you're little geniuses. (laughs) I'm stealing that. So I think I might bring back quiet time as a routine or ritual Mm -hmm. in our house. Yeah. And I think that to, to, it's a good point though, that you said that was something that you had in place last year, Mm -hmm. but then now you're in a new routine and it's so easy to get into a new routine, even if it's not serving you. That's a really, that's almost, that is very profound. Mm -hmm. Wow. I have to think about that for a second. Can you say it again? <laughs> yes. Sometimes we get into routines and, and it's easy, right? And it's not serving you. It's kind of like we talked about in the last episode about culture. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen to you. Yep. So you have to intentionalize it and like form the one you want mm-hmm. or you'll wind up with the one you got. Yep. Routines are the same way. You will create a routine because you crave it. 
but it might not be one that serves you. Mm-hmm. Or you your classroom. Or your classroom. So this applies to classrooms too. Yeah. Like you're going to find a groove. That groove may not be mm-hmm. one that is suitable. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it's easy to just accept those things sometimes mm-hmm. instead of taking that time to reflect yeah. and say, hey, this isn't working for me. It might not be working for my students. And I need to make a change. You know, that's a good point, too, because if we take this conversation and implant it into the classroom, you had just made a good point that it may be working for me, but how do you know if it's not working for your kids? Right. You're going to see indicators that this is an ineffective routine, like little misbehaviors popping up or kids not being ready for the next mm-hmm. activity during that transition or, you know, unpreparedness or, maybe- or you know, kids not taking risks. Like mm-hmm. the classroom safety and the classroom culture may kind of take a dip if the routine isn't serving them. Right. And if the routine isn't serving you and mm-hmm. you're feeling overwhelmed and frantic, that's also going to show up and that's going to affect your students as well. So are you implying that not only as adults, we need to give ourselves the permission to have some reflection time, mm-hmm. quiet time or whatever you want to call it, but we also need to allow that in our classrooms? Yes. And I For think, us and our kids. Yes. And, you know, we need to take that time to reflect on ourselves, but then we need to get that information from our students because, like you said, it may feel like it's working fine for you, but it could possibly not be working for your students. Hmm. So is there particular times of year? Like we can, we can say, like, it might not be realistic to have a quiet time every day. No. Right. We might not need that either. But... Would you like calendar this out? Like think of, you know, October might be a good time. Yep. Because we get into our grooves and we really get set in our ways and our routines by that time. But then if we feel exhausted and tired, that might be why October feels like such a hurdle Mm -hmm. to jump over is because the routine isn't serving us and maybe we need to get some input and feedback in how to adjust. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if we were to calendar, what would you say would be good points? I would say October is a good point Um, after breaks because a lot of times students forget those routines and those expectations. What about, I'm going to challenge that. Do you think after breaks is a good time or before, right before the break? So then you have time to adjust when you come back from the break. What do you well, think? Well, I think that if you are teaching a routine before the break, but mm-hmm. then you're reflecting over the break and you're putting in new routines, mm-hmm. then... You still have to assess how is it working. Right. So maybe you assess how it's working Mm -hmm. and then, I don't know, maybe you do. Maybe you assess how it's working before you go on break and then you come up with a new routine you practice before you go on break. And then Mm -hmm. maybe you, obviously, you go over those expectations again when you come back because they can forget after break. And also you're going to get new students. You might get some new students in Mm -hmm. and they also don't know your expectations and your rules and your routines in your classroom. So Mm -hmm. it's always important. Um, to just continually go over those and check in on Mm -hmm. it so you had mentioned it's important to get their feedback and we need to check in and we need to assess Mm -hmm. you said I did air quotes on assess Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) because it seems very formal to me Mm -hmm. the assessment of something does it have to be formal no absolutely not it can just be let's sit around and let's just talk so in a morning meeting. Yeah, it can be a morning meeting. And it, it doesn't even have to be during the morning. It right. can be in any time meeting. Like, it can hey, be let's... directly after when that mm-hmm. routine occurred. Mm-hmm. You could do it in like a, a little, you could do a survey. Yeah. Um, and actually, You know what? Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> we have these 
Element One pagers. And if you're watching on YouTube, then I'm gonna hold them up at the screen so you can see it. But if you can't see it, it basically is one of the elements from our CISD instructional model. And Student Support Services has done the work to like delve in deeper into these elements and give a checklist or a task list of tools and resources you can use to actually dig into the work of how to live this element. Mm -hmm. So we had sitting on our desk, our table, element three and element 35. Element three is celebrating successes and element 35 is demonstrating with itness. And whenever you said it could be a survey, mm -hmm. that made me think of element 35 in the reflecting column, mm -hmm. which is what we're kind of yep. talking about. There's student surveys, and then there's teacher information surveys and proficiency scales and data sets that could be kind of mm -hmm. that formal assessment. But the survey piece from students, that might be a really good, good tool to dig into for checking in on what does this look like. So there's those resources available to us. Instead of creating the wheel, mm -hmm. like we could just use these more often or intentionally for the purpose that we need it to serve. Yes, and I think um, it's important too. So um, these elements are found in the instructional model for Conroe ISD, which would be in the new art and science of teaching. So if you're not from Conroe ISD, that's something that you can get this book and learn about the elements. Um, and then all of the reproducibles that we have are from the Champs book. Yes. So if you have a Champs book, you can still get those surveys and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, I, I love the assessing your students. And there's one for yourself. And I think when you're assessing yourself, you mm -hmm. need to be completely honest because if we're not honest with ourselves right. and our reflections, then we are not going to be able to create change. Okay. Well, those are good points. So. You know what I do have to say, though, hmm. is sometimes it, I know it is for me. I struggle with feedback. Mm -hmm. um, my son had a scrimmage the other night, and he's not like the most rock and baseball player but he just has fun, as it should be. You know, it's like he's just there. He shows up. He plays the game, and he has a good attitude about it. That's all I ask. Well, he was walking away from a scrimmage, which I have to say, he's 10. And he's playing on a league that is 12 and 14U. Okay. So at one point, he's up to bat. And the kid who was catching was standing on his knees, and he was taller than Peyton. Oh. So... He's a little guy out there yeah. playing, playing baseball. But from what I learned, that's actually a benefit to him because okay. his strike zone is different than maybe what the pitcher can throw. So side note. Wow, interesting. Yeah. I'm learning all kinds of fun <laughs> things about the game of ball. But um, whenever he was done with his scrimmage, you know, I'm always kind of like, how's the little guy doing? I got to check in on him, you know, without mm -hmm. being like that helicopter mom. Yeah. And I that's asked him, weird. how do you feel about your game? And he told me, well, at one point, um, one of the boys on his team told told had told him something about like you need to charge after the ball don't just wait for it to come to you and had given him feedback of some mm -hmm. kind I don't remember exactly what he said which his feedback seemed legit to me but Peyton had a hard time taking it and so we had to you know it's easy to talk to others about how to accept yes. feedback but let's be real mm -hmm. I'm not the best feedback acceptor myself, mm -hmm. especially when it's positive feedback. I struggle with accepting a compliment. My face will turn all red. I'll try to deflect and be like, no, that compliment's not yes. for me. <laughs> so yes, you do. vulnerability is maybe something we need to talk about around mm -hmm. this quiet time, reflection, mm -hmm. survey, because how do you take responsibility and ownership for making a change when you don't necessarily feel like you have the power to do so? Like... 
is, is that something that plays into this, do you think? So yeah, let's talk about vulnerability. Um, it's hard, right? And there are some people that you're not gonna feel vulnerable with, and that's okay. But mm. you need to have people that you feel comfortable going to you, and you can say, I'm struggling. Yeah. Help me. And maybe that help looks like just listen to me vent. Maybe that help looks like come into my classroom and, and give me feedback mm-hmm. so that I can do feedback better. Feedback from this specific person because that's someone I trust mm-hmm. and I can accept the feedback from, but I can also talk through that feedback with. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel like you're coming and then you're gone. It's really a support person who's yes. there for you. And is part of, like, I think of a tribe. Mm-hmm. You know, like we say, everybody's got to have a team or a tribe. You've got to have your people to lean on. Yep. Doesn't Brene Brown say something about candle blower outers or candle lighters or something like mm-hmm. that? Like that um, kind of friend you have, yeah. like a candle blower outer friend. Those are not the ones you want around. No. But you want someone who keeps your fire burning. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I like that. But, you know, fire can be hot sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes we don't always have wonderful rainbows, unicorns, and, you know, happy, happy things to talk about. Sometimes we have to be real with each other. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're my tribe, Lindsay. I know. I was just going to say, you're a candle lighter. You're a candle lighter. You're my candle lighter. Yeah. You're one of my candle lighters. Look at us having deep conversations with the world. Yep. And I still give you those compliments. (laughs) And I'm trying to help you learn to accept them. Okay. See? See? We're still (laughs) doing good work. Yes. Through this conversation. Yes. So who are the people that people can lean on? Like, if you, like, you know, you've had times when you just Mm -hmm. think, who's out there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I think that naturally for teachers, it's going to be your team, right? Those are the people that you're really close with that you go to, um, but maybe you don't feel comfortable going to someone on your team or at your school. And that's where we come in. Yeah. We're happy to come in and help you give you yeah. feedback. It's literally in our name, student support right. services. Yeah. We'll support you through that struggle. Absolutely. That's that's what we're here for. Um, and I think it's important, too, to realize that you had mentioned earlier is sometimes you feel like you're in a ditch and then you peek your head out and yeah. you see that person over there and you think, oh, my gosh, they're doing so well and, and I'm not. And that's yeah. um, where you also don't want to say something. Because if I think you are thriving, they Bailey. Might, they might judge me. Right. You're yeah. thriving and I'm not, but I don't want to let you know about that. Mm-hmm. And so you might not be thriving. And It might look like. Yes. It might look like I'm thriving because I'm putting my best self out right. to the world, but really I need help too. Because mm-hmm. maybe what I'm doing isn't maintainable if I don't have a support system to help yeah. me maintain it. And I think that's good too to say I'm struggling. I see that you're thriving. If I'm vulnerable enough to come to you, maybe you're going to say, oh my gosh, I'm struggling too. Like I feel like a mess and let's talk about it and yeah. let's reflect together and see how things can get better. Or maybe you are thriving and you have some awesome things in place that I could incorporate into my own life right. or my routines in my classroom or personally, and I'll feel supported and mm-hmm. capable of doing the things that I need to do. You know, it's that that expect that motivation mm-hmm. um, equation. Yeah. Like, can I do this? Do I feel like the I expectancy. can actually do this? Yeah. Like, yes. Um, and if you have those support people, people who are mm-hmm. offering you help and ideas, yes. your expectancy is going to go up. Yeah. And... You know, do I value that? You know, in thinking about what you just said, whenever we say, like, support people, 
I feel most supported when someone's helping me through a struggle Mm -hmm. by giving me resources or showing me different ways or challenging my thinking. That's when I feel most Mm -hmm. supported. I don't want the friend who just is going to listen, let me cry on their shoulder, and then shush me along to go continue Mm -hmm. the hard day. Like, I want someone who comes and either shakes me and says, snap out of it. (laughs) Or someone who, you know, will say, well, I hear you are struggling with this. Maybe try this. Mm -hmm. Like, I want solutions. I'm a solution-oriented kind of Mm -hmm. thinker. So that support might not just be, it might be, it might just be I need someone to talk to. It might also be I need tools. Yeah. 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 And we're going to do a, a little quick check right now. And oh, then we're going to. Quick check. <laughs> so, um, email student support services at connorisd.net. There's power in the struggle for a prize. Uh, we got a lot of emails last time, really kind ones. So, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thanks for the compliments. We, we appreciate it. I honestly didn't expect the positive feedback. Like I said, I take compliments and I was like, delete that email, but then undo real fast because I was like, no, I want to keep it for later. Yeah. So. It, before <laughs> the, we you. started, um, we had just received an email from someone saying really kind things and I was like oh my gosh we should read this get us pumped up for this episode but I didn't even consider the fact that you might take this I was like oh my gosh that's so much pressure that's what I thought (laughs) (laughs) but it's all right I'm able to sit with that I I work well under pressure so just as a reminder the quick check email student support services at conroeisd.net and I quote there's power in the struggle yes so with that struggle in order to overcome it, we need to be resilient. Okay. So, I hear that word a lot. And let's word. be honest, I don't really know what it actually okay. means. What, well, what, you brought it up, so what does resilient mean? Let's look mean? it up. Let's you don't look know? up the definitions of resil- look it what up. it means to me okay. is being able to work through those tough times. Okay. So let's look up the actual definition of resiliency. Okay, I'm before you read it, I just want to say your definition is to work through tough times, like overcome the tough times. Yes, being able In to stick mind, with it. In my mind when I like envision a resilient person, I think of someone who is doing hard things and loving it. Like they like aren't even in the mindset of this is hard. They're like, I do hard things all the time and it's just things I do. That's what I think of. Okay. So, you think of someone who's like in a mess and, and they're working through out. it, and I think of they someone who's like got the hard things down. Okay, well let's look. Let's up. see what look it says. Resilience is the capacity to withstand or to recover quickly from difficulties. So maybe we're both right. Mm-hmm. I think I think of the person withstanding. Yeah. Are you able? I to am withstand? still standing, no matter what you give me, and look at me how mm-hmm. strong I am. Yeah. And you think of pick it up. Mm-hmm. Pick it up when you Pick fall. Pick it up. How are you going to recover? Everyone's going to go through tough times. Okay. Especially at this time of the year for school. Yeah. Like, how are you going to recover from when things don't work right? When your kids aren't following your expectations? When you feel like you can't get anything done in the day? Because maybe you have a tough kid and you feel like your classroom's being disrupted. Um, how are you going to reflect mm-hmm. and then come back from it stronger? Yeah. So... Maybe in thinking of the withstanding, you withstand by having supports for yourself maybe already in place like we talked about. Mm -hmm. Maybe those are the people who understand the importance of reflection, Mm -hmm. understand the importance of making time for themselves to keep going. Mm -hmm. Um, And and most importantly, like what do you do during that time? Do you just sit 
in silence and just enjoy the silence? Maybe you do. Mm -hmm. Or is it productive time where you have like your own little self-check system and that's when you do Mm -hmm. it? Maybe you calendar it in. Maybe you don't. Maybe you do a self-reflection tool like a survey Mm -hmm. from from Element 35. Maybe you don't. But then, too, it's the person who picks it back up. Mm-hmm. So a person who picks it back up, maybe where would they start? Probably the, with the same process. It would have to start with reflection. Yeah. Like that's all... what I need to do right now. Yep. So I'm going to be honest. You brought up resiliency and I'm glad we're talking about it because I feel like it's the exact thing I need to be talking about right now for myself. So this conversation is very helpful. I'm already thinking through like leaving this room. What am I going to do to get next week on board to be that resilient person. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's so going to be hard though. What, it's not going to be easy, right? Yeah. What are you struggling with? What What do you think yeah. that you need? Why do you think you need this specific so, conversation? In our, in our job, we support several different campuses. Mm-hmm. And that means every year, you know, that campuses may change a little here and there. We have some campuses that we worked with, you know, in the past. Mm-hmm. And so there's familiar, you know, you're familiar with them. Familiarity? Familiarity. That word? I feel like I'm adding an extra syllable. I know. Yeah, earlier I was like, anonymity. 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 I don't know. I am more familiar with them. And so there's comfort and knowing, you know, who's here. The people. Because, you know, we we thrive on connection. And Mm -hmm. when you walk onto a campus that they have a campus family, you feel like you're stepping into that Thanksgiving mm-hmm. you've been invited to, but you're not actually in the family. Yeah. It's kind of how it feels mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, stepping onto two new campuses this week, I felt like I was the girl who was invited to my boyfriend's Thanksgiving where I've never met anyone before, and they're all looking at me like, so what is this? Are y'all serious? Are you mm-hmm. actually going to be here a while, mm-hmm. or are you just kind of visiting? Yeah. That's what it felt like. So that's kind of what I'm struggling with is – knowing how am I going to be supportive for them? How am I going to be most helpful for mm-hmm. for their needs? Who are the people in the building? Who yeah. are the new teachers? Who are the teachers who have been here? You know, just, just understanding the campus culture and knowing how can I step into mm-hmm. this? One, be a part of it, but then two, help people who need help. How do I find the people? Mm-hmm. And I think that's common to... Um, I mean, yes, I feel the same way when I step onto a new campus. It feels overwhelming because I don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to learn this school, these new people. How can I best support them? Because every campus is different, right. and I think every classroom is different. And they have their priorities, and mm-hmm. we honor those. Yes. But how do I find out what they are? Right. And so being a teacher on a campus, you know, you're learning a new set of students, right. which can feel overwhelming. You might possibly be learning a new school. Mm-hmm. which feels overwhelming, yes. like we said. Yes. And if you're a new teacher, then you're learning everything. Mm-hmm. New school, students, how to be Campus a teacher. Campus-wide expectations. District the expectations. plans, the content. Right. Yeah. So how do we stay resilient with all of those factors that are impacting us, especially at this time of year? So what I tell myself is give it time. Mm-hmm. And that's how I kind of settle my nerves in the moment of, you know, not everything's going to come at once. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. But what's important now? What can I do now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do you agree with that? Like time? I absolutely And it's the very agree. thing that we don't have a lot of, but we have to appreciate that it's okay to set with it mm-hmm. and, and give yourself 
some space mm -hmm. to, to not achieve everything all at once. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think that's true. Like you said, it's like preheating an oven. We don't expect everything to happen. It takes some time Yeah. to feel comfortable, to feel good about things. I remember when I joined the team last year, I was like, oh my gosh, I made a mistake. What am I doing? You thought you made a mistake? Oh my gosh, because it felt so overwhelming, right? It was okay. so different coming and from... And seeing you must have been in the ditch, peeping up at the other people on the team because you never told us that you were thinking right. you made a mistake. Yeah, oh, because I was so... T you know what I mean? It was felt... It's all new. It's overwhelming. It's terrifying, but... Then by so look at you now. shockingly, You're by like October, like how to sell I know. Your <laughs> Thank you. Yes, by October, I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. This is okay. amazing. So you gave it time. Yes, I gave it time, and once I, you know, felt like I could catch my bearings or you know understand kind of what's going on. And now I reflect constantly okay. on my practices of last year and I'm like, okay, how can I be better this year? And it's okay. exciting. But yes, I gave it time and I love this job. I loved it last year. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the few first few couple of weeks I was like, oh my gosh, like this is overwhelming. Okay. But I'm glad I stayed resilient. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah. came out better. So you said preheating the oven, wait for it, give it time. Mm -hmm. That applies to classrooms too. Mm -hmm. When I think of specific issues or maybe target behaviors or you know routines that maybe aren't going well and maybe you've adjusted you've reflected and then you've adjusted and you thought okay I'm gonna adapt in this way I I feel like sometimes we we hope to see immediate gratification mm -hmm. so that we know yes I made the right decision you know mm -hmm. like yeah I got it I got it right and now I can move forward and think about something else but maybe we move too quickly in that and maybe we don't give time for those news to settle in. Mm -hmm. Does it apply in the same way to like from big picture to like a specific situation with a tough, maybe a tough kid yep. or maybe, you know, a, a tough time of day mm -hmm. where you make a change? Yeah, it definitely does because we have to give things time to work like we talked about like especially like a behavior plan mm -hmm. when we implement it we say let's give it at least three weeks right and then let's recess right give it time mm -hmm. to work okay. because a lot of times especially with tough kids you implement something new mm -hmm. and maybe that makes the behavior worse right before it makes it better we talked in the last, or maybe the first episode. I don't know. We've done this is number three by I now, know, so it's like yes. we just talked about it at some point. <laughs> but in the first episode, I think we hit on consistency. Mm -hmm. And so when we get in the loop of, if we're good at reflection, then we automatically want to adapt after mm -hmm. we reflect. But I would caution that if we get in that loop and go through the adapt implement, reflect, adapt, mm -hmm. implement, reflect too quickly, mm -hmm. then maybe we'll be stuck in the loop because it doesn't give times things to settle mm -hmm. in to where you can do an effective check-in yes. and see what needs to be tweaked, maybe not overhauled, yes. maybe not you know, completely changed. Maybe it's one small thing. Yeah. Maybe or one part of your one day that you feel it. like is not working well. Yeah. And you just reflect on that part of the day and adjust. I wonder too, if there's anybody out there who thinks through this cycle constantly, but then maybe doesn't write it down. Mm -hmm. Maybe they don't, cause I'm a list person. I'm curious to see what you say, but whenever I do give myself time to reflect, I want to write down to kind of like permanent 
make it permanent, to make it formal so that mm -hmm. I know that I'm accountable for it. So then I don't find myself three weeks down the line thinking, oh, I need to, I never did the, mm -hmm. or maybe I, I didn't give myself time to really think through how I could do it most mm -hmm. impactfully. Yes. You know, are you a list maker? Um, do you like to write things or are you just like, Noted. <laughs> um, Doing it well, now. you know, it does not surprise me that you you probably make a beautiful template and and reflect in this beautiful template. I'm I more do. of like Actually, a I just do. scribble. I have several templates. Yes, I yes, and you're fabulous <laughs> at creating templates. Well, you know why I do that is because I have the worst handwriting, mm. and usually I can't read my own handwriting after I write something down unless I really take the time to mm. make it because I know I have to come back to that. So I will type everything. Yeah. That's why I'm a template person. Well, well I um, also have terrible handwriting, but I will be resilient and try mm -hmm. to figure out <laughs> what I wrote down. So I like, I don't like a detailed plan. Yeah. I am more of like a, just like key points, okay. to-do list, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The reason I, I'm asking about writing, writing it down because I'm thinking about we were in a team meeting earlier today mm -hmm. and someone had made a comment about um, they heard if you don't write it down then it was just an opinion or it was just a moment in time mm -hmm. so it's kind of like how do you commit yourself mm -hmm. to moving forward with that I feel like if you're giving yourself time to reflect because it's important mm -hmm. to you wouldn't you want to commit to it too? yeah you can and I think it's a good point though that you can it doesn't have to be. It can be a beautiful template if yeah. that's what works best for you and yeah. you have this great laid out plan. Or it can just be, hey, I want to try this. It could be a sticky note on the corner right. of your computer screen. Right. Or... It doesn't have to be this big thing as long as you're doing it. Right. The important thing is that you're doing it. And through that, it's important to also celebrate. Give yourself credit. Give your kids credit. The beginning of the year is hard. They're learning yeah. a bunch of new routines too. They're learning you and your expectations just like you're learning them. So if you do write it down, you're more likely to come back to it, mm -hmm. but you might be coming back to it to remember, I remember I set this goal for myself, or I yeah. remember I was gonna make this change, and now it's become routine for me, that change mm -hmm. I made, so I'm not even thinking about it, but seeing that sticky there when I had the idea, yeah. now I look at it and think, that mm -hmm. was successful, and yeah. I get to celebrate that moment, when it might be something you might never think yeah. about again. Yeah, it's important. And and give yourself credit, too, for making it through those tough times because yeah. there, there are going to be tough times. There's a lot of them. And I don't know. <laughs> like, I feel like this has been – August has been the longest month ever. I feel like we're already I in October. To Today is September 1st. I did. And I wanted to wake up and, like, do a little dance, like, it's September. It's I did. September. Like, I did. I have a, a calendar on my refrigerator, <laughs> and I, like, wiped August away, and I was like, yes. And then I text Kyle this morning. I was like, it's September. Yeah. Um, so yes, it, there are going to be tough times, and we just need to make sure we give ourselves credits and we credit and we give our students credit for all of the great things that yeah. are actually happening. Because it's really easy to focus on the bad, yeah. but really we need to focus on the good. And I know that you had a strategy that you used when you were in the classroom to help you just kind of focus on the good. Okay, so I told you about the memory jar, didn't yeah. I? Okay, so the team I was working on, it was a pretty uh, tough year for us. Mm -hmm. And we would get together weekly after school with all of our paraprofessionals and have like a big powwow. And what we noticed was we got into this not very, it wasn't serving us. It was a routine mm -hmm. that wasn't serving us. Yeah. Our gathering ended up looking like talking about all the problems mm -hmm. that occurred during the week. We were reflecting. 
Yeah. So we scheduled the time. We were reflecting, but that routine wasn't really serving us Mm -hmm. because nothing was changing. And we noticed that we were all just getting more and more disgruntled. Yeah. And it was like we were fulfilling our own prophecy. Mm -hmm. Like we were talking about the problems and living the problems. And just it was like this continuous loop of problems. And so one day... One of us had the idea. I'm not going to steal credit because I don't remember who it was, but I think I got the actual jar. So I'll take credit for bringing the jar to the table. But we brought a glass jar to the table and we cut up just a bunch of random strips of colored construction Mm -hmm. paper. Everybody chose their own color. So we know who was who or they knew their color. Mm -hmm. We didn't really know their colors. We just knew your own. And when we gathered that week, the first thing we would do before we talked to anybody was we would write down one good thing that happened that week that we wanted to celebrate with the group. It could be something personal. Mm -hmm. It could be something with a student. It could be something, you know, with a larger team. It could be something on the campus, whatever it was. It was something they wanted to celebrate. Mm -hmm. And we all would share it. And then we would put it in the memory jar. And then what I noticed happening was when we were working during the week, you know, in the grind, issues presenting themselves as they Mm -hmm. always do, In a hard moment, people started to come in my room and open up the jar and pull out their color and read one Mm -hmm. just to have a moment of appreciation. Because good things do happen. Because good things do happen. And so it was, it, you know, kind of lived a life of its own. We didn't Mm -hmm. know what it was going to look like, Mm -hmm. but it was really powerful. And then the kids started asking, what's this jar? And so me and some of the kids in my resource room at the time would, would put things in the memory jar. That's awesome. So, so they, they started celebrating yeah, themselves. Celebrating. Good yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. I love that. I know. I need to bring that great memory idea. jar. Maybe we need a memory jar. Let's get a memory jar. We need to do a memory jar okay. every week. All right. Okay. Done. Done. Check. Add that to the agenda. But I like that you said give yourself credit mm-hmm. because if you don't set a small goal mm-hmm. or you don't intentionalize or write down that change you want to make after mm-hmm. you reflect, how will you know to come back to it? And will you even notice when it's going good? Let's be honest. I am the person when it's going good, I just go with it. Yep. I don't slow down and recognize the good when it's happening because I'm waiting for the to the shoe to drop. Okay. Yeah. Or the foot to fall. What's this? The, the shoe to yeah, fall? The shoe to, the shoe to drop. The shoe to drop. <laughs> I got it right the first you time. You did. Good job. Look at me. <laughs> you know, we do have an element for that. I said it a second ago. Element three mm-hmm. is celebrating success. And it's all about celebrating mm-hmm. student success. But in doing the work of this element, you could think about yourself Mm -hmm. as well. So that Mm -hmm. might be like an enrichment of when you're celebrating student success, also celebrate your success. Yes, I think celebrating success is so important because it is easy to get bogged down in the negative. Um, But when you brought this up, I think we talked about that we created these, but not where to find them. Oh, so you can find these if you're within Connor ISD, because we have some listeners outside of Connor ISD. But if you're within Connor ISD, you can navigate to our website from the TNL app on the dash SSO dashboard. And um, student support services on the TNL side is all the way at the bottom because it starts with us. Mm-hmm. Not that it's not important. It just starts with us. And then when you're on our website, you'll see um, a button that leads to PBIS and instructional model. And that's where you'll find all of these elements. And there's more and more posted on the monthly Mm -hmm. or so. Okay. Bailey, (laughs) what's your takeaway from today? 
Well, I brought a sticky note and I never ended up writing on it because I knew that there was probably going to be several things that I was going to take from today because like I said, this is exactly what it was I needed to talk about. But you know, what I took away from today was the chance to have this conversation and reflect on where I am mm -hmm. and what I need to pull back out of my own toolkit that I had there that I forgot mm -hmm. I had, the quiet time. Yep. We need family quiet time, but I need that time to think of my day to celebrate what was great and to intentionalize what I want to do mm -hmm. to keep it alive the next day. I need that. I'm glad. I, I hope that helps you in this week coming up. I am doing quiet time tonight. Yeah. Quiet time. All right. Well, that was my takeaway um, was when you talked about the quiet time that your family did last year. And it just made me realize and hopefully anyone who's listening realize that kids love that kind of stuff too. Yeah. They love and they're great at it to, to reflect mm -hmm. and think about they love the successes. Mm -hmm. But they're also aware of what's not working too. So it's important to give them that time to think and ask them, mm -hmm. give, ask for their thoughts. So, well, cool. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to our previous episodes, check them out. Next time we will be discussing something important that I don't think we've decided what yet. So mm -hmm. if you have suggestions, send them our way. Please. They can be anonymous. We'd love your feedback. Yeah. yeah. You could anonymously <laughs> send it to Sam. Yeah. If yeah. you would like some particular topics discussed. Um, also remember if you have an idea, just like we were talking yeah. about or a question about what you've heard, feel free to ask your student support services coach, as well as Sam that can be found on our student support services newsletter. Mm -hmm. There's power in the struggle. Ask power us for help. in the struggle. I feel like this is a new routine.